a Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty. And there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty at participating Wendy's for a limited time. This is the Eleanor Gilpatrick interview. Hello. Hello, Eleanor. (laughs) This Mike? This is Mike. (laughs) Okay, I just send you uh, sent you a new image for the for the uh, online gallery. It's one of my best. It's my most expensive. It's three thousand. It's called the view on the Camchia. Okay. Did you want to talk about that piece on the interview? Not particularly. Okay. If you are we'll interested, talk, I'd uh, be happy to talk about it. Everyone well, in my we'll, painting. Let's has see a how story. we do on time. I usually okay. usually we only talk about one or two of the pieces of art, because mm-hmm. we, then we're starting to you know run towards the end of the the uh, program. Right. So. This is how it's going to go. Uh, I'm going to do uh, an introduction, and then I'm going to uh, give a the a brief version of the bio you sent. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to welcome you to the show. Okay. And, and if I my, talk too much, I, do you have a way of signaling me that I'm talking too much? No, because uh, uh, in my for these type things, I don't believe there in such a thing as talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, if you want to, if it's you, you, you the can artist, take a that the people are going to be interested in, not me. So okay, um, well, <clears throat> by now you should have gotten the email with the um, if you have access to your email, you can see the painting 
So uh, there is a description of the painting that I included in the letter. So okay. if you want to talk about that, it's based on my trip to Bulgaria, which was interesting. Okay. All right. Well, if we uh, if we see we need time, we we can add that now. Okay. Now, as I said, I do expect you, and I so you know you can be as long-winded as you want to be. Uh, as I said, now the only other thing is. Um, the hardest part about doing this over the telephone is knowing when the other person has finished speaking. So I can tell you. Do you want I, me to say I'm just finished? Uh, well, I just or like, over to you. We we'll do pauses. We just leave leave a pause, or you you can say I'm finished, but then I'll leave a pause in there because I'll need to edit through that. Okay. Okay. I, I can so say finished. Work. Okay. Good. Okay. And uh, so then uh, after uh, after I welcome you to the show, then the first question I'm going to ask you is for you to tell the audience a little bit more about yourself. Okay, and I'll do that now? No, nope, not yet. Let me do the introduction oh, okay. and everything. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you All have right, to tell Eleanor. me when. And about halfway through, we'll do a commercial break, and then when we come back from the commercial break, we'll talk about a couple of pieces of art. Okay. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to get started here. I'm going to mute your microphone, so don't let – and then I'll turn it back on uh, as I'm introducing you, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You are listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at contemporaryartgalleryonline.com, and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions and exhibition, our blog and newsletter, view videos of our artist's work, and even listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Eleanor Gilpatrick. Eleanor's first career was as a professor at the School of Health Scientists at Health... Let me redo that, Eleanor. I got tongue-tied there. Eleanor Gilpatrick's first career was as professor at the School of Health Sciences, Hunter College, City University of New York where she taught courses in management, writing, and critical thinking. She had won prizes for painting and draftsmanship in high school and at the Educational Alliance in New York City, but chose to study the social sciences in college and graduate school. She eventually became an expert in healthcare policy and human resources, authored four books, directed a master's program in health services administration, and pioneered courses in critical thinking and writing. Her second career was as a contemporary realist painter. She painted landscapes, figural works, and still lifes that capture fragments of the world that arrest the viewer in terms of composition, color, and content. Working in acrylic on canvas, a modern colorist, she expresses an affirmation, uh, let me do that again, 
a modern colorist, she expresses an affirmation of life with a hint of solitary. Well, good morning. Hang on. Well, good morning, Eleanor, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. I'm happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you this morning, and let's start off uh, by having you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself, Eleanor. Well, I'm 85 years now, so it's a long story. I was born in Brooklyn (laughs) to working-class parents. Though my mother didn't work, my father was a factory worker. But I had an uncle who had drawn before he went away to California. And so there was an attitude of appreciation for drawing, at least, in my family, even though that isn't typical. And in high school, I got involved with the, um, the students' yearbooks, and I did the artwork in my own high school yearbook. So that was sort of the background. I forgot about it for a long time. And then I started going on walking trips with the alternative travel group and discovered that one of the guides had a sketchbook with her all the time. And I got an idea to bring a sketchbook of my own. And that's what started me back on art again uh, much later in my life. And I didn't stop after that. Hello. So Eleanor is art. Okay, let me go here. So Eleanor is there. Has art always been um, a passion in your life that you've always thought about? Since I can remember, because of this wonderful influence of my uncle, uh, which affected my mother's attitude towards art. It wasn't typical in working class families in Brooklyn to even know about art, but I was very lucky to have that influence through my uncle. Well, and let's uh, tell the audience about the process you go through uh, in creating your art, starting with where you get your inspiration. Well, what happened to me is that um, I became very aware of my uh, what I saw, and um, very early on, I had a camera. And also very early on, when the prices were very low, I started going to Europe very early in my life. I mean, I was an adult, but I went alone. And I began taking photographs. And when I came home again, I turned many of the photographs into paintings. Uh, the reason is that I could work with the original photographic image and change it in composition appropriate for a painting. So that was essentially my process. And was, uh, except for my abstracts, I do have some of those. Most everything else is based on my own photographs, except that I did an, uh, a series of anti-war paintings. And for those anti-war paintings, I included a contrast between images that I saw in the the press of the war in Iraq with my own paintings. So there I always acknowledge the source of the other thing I was looking at, the artist or the news service or whatever. Mm 
So how long have you been painting in your second career? How long has that been? Oh, God. Well, I'm 85 now. Um, <laughs> I think probably my late 20s. So I won't tell you how many years that is. My arithmetic no, okay. is not too good. But I've been, I think I've been essentially doing art for most of my life because even when I was very young, I was doing stuff to please my mother. I even found a so few then the even pieces. I found I'm sorry, a few of the, um, When my mother passed away, I found pieces I had done when I was living with her that she still had. So it turns out that the art that I've actually had online to sell and did sell went all the way back to when I was really quite young. So then even when you were teaching, were you still painting at the end in that time frame as well? Um, when I Yes, because I was able to do work. Um, I traveled intercession, and, you know, academics get two vacations a year because it's between, you know, in the middle of the year there's an intercession break, and that was enough time to go to Europe mm-hmm. too. So that essentially I I was painting on a fairly regular basis once I was a professional teacher. And and as I say, I was doing art classes at the Education Alliance. So it's been a pretty continuous experience. This is the first year that I decided I was finished. It was a very peaceful feeling to give up painting. It was a feeling, there's a Yiddish word that's called, the word is eishgespielt, and it means played out. <laughs> And it's a comfortable feeling because I feel like I've done what I wanted to do. Well, that's good, and that's that's wonderful, and I certainly commend you on that. Well, then, Eleanor, is there an artist or an individual that has influenced your your artwork? I think Goya, in a very strange way. The first art class I took at Hunter College while I was teaching, we were asked to take a copy of our favorite painting, cut it in half, and uh, rearrange it and make a painting out of the rearranged part. And I chose Goya's The Forge. And I I have it in front of me now because I always kept it. I learned my breaststrokes by Go- from Goya because of that painting. And uh, if you look at, if you can see it anywhere, there is something about his strokes were free and he was a good draftsman, but you could see his pleasure in the brush. And that really influenced me tremendously. He's been the most important influence in my life. That one painting. Has there been any other artists that have influenced you as well? Um, I think the Impressionists. Um, Manet, because he was just before the real Impressionists, and I feel very identified with the way Manet paints. Mm-hmm. And Turner. I love the way Turner makes you feel. And when you're creating your art, uh, do you normally 
have uh, more than one piece in progress at any one time, or no, I always do you did just one work on one piece until you're one at a time until I'm done. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's always been like that. And Partly, how uh, long does but, it take you? Oh no, go ahead. Oh go ahead. my God, it's impossible to say. It's different when when I was painting while I was in hunter and teaching. I wouldn't get to paint that often, but I would say a painting could take anywhere from, if you count days, one day to five days. It depends on the piece. It depends on if I'm satisfied with how it's going. Uh, But I've never thrown any, I think I've thrown away one piece in my entire life. I usually work on it until I like it. Put that in the past tense. Well, and if you had to pick an artist who you think your art resembles, what artist would that be? I feel very embarrassed to do that because I don't <laughs> think I, you know, I'm at that level. But I would probably say Manet. I can see that in your art. I see some of his art in yours. Thank you so much. Well, Eleanor, do you have a philosophy that uh, about art? About my own art or about art in general? About art in general. I think art is the soul of a people. It shows emotion and history and aesthetics, and I don't think the world could exist without it. Well, I agree. I think that uh, art does certainly fulfill a, a major, I don't know what the word I want to use, that it, it, man needs art. <laughs> well, art. you know, what's very interesting is when they discover these prehistoric caves, there's art uh-huh. in them. It's it's right. as though it was there from the very beginning. When you see the cave paintings of animals or hunts, you don't know if it's mm-hmm. magic to try to make it a successful hunt, but it certainly took aesthetics to make them so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it was there from the beginning. It's in our it's in our humanity. Mm-hmm. Well, Eleanor, we're about halfway through the show, and I think this will be a good time to take a commercial break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about a, a couple of pieces of art that you had entered into a recent art competition here at Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Uh, should I stay on the line? Or will you call yes, me back? There. I don't stay on the no, line. No, no, just stay on the line. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will. Okay. I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase some of Eleanor Gilpatrick's artwork by going to contemporaryartgalleryonline.com, click on the search gallery tab, and then on the artist tab and follow it to Eleanor Gilpatrick's name. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants. So if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, 
click on the artist member corner and follow the prompts under the member application process tab. And if you're a designer, an architect, or just a lover of great art who believes art can turn a house into a home, then come visit us and review some of the wonderful art created by some of the finest artists from around the world. You can search by style, medium, color, size, and, of course, by the individual artist. And again, to view Eleanor Gilpatrick's art, just click on the search gallery and then follow the prompts to Eleanor Gilpatrick's name. Well, Eleanor, one of the pieces that you had entered into a recent art competition was called After the Storm Montauk. Tell the audience about that piece. Oh, yes. Um, (laughs) I have gotten into the habit of going to a place in Montauk every fall, right after Labor Day when it's cheaper and not too crowded in the Montauk area. Montauk is north of uh, the, um, the Hamptons in New York, and it's a place with incredible beaches. So after the storm, Montauk is a view from my little balcony when I was staying there, um, looking out over the beach, but where you can't see any houses, mostly from the balcony, you just see the beach and the ocean. And we had arrived that day after there had been a big storm. So there was a man photographing the waves down there, and it made a marvelous composition with the man in the lower right and the massive waves across at an angle across most of the painting. I really love painting it, and I still like it. It brings it all back to me. And how large is that painting? Uh, gee, I have to look it up. Um, well, Could you give me a second while I look it up? Sure. No problem. Uh, we'll edit this. I'm sorry. Hmm. Oh, I spelled it wrong. Okay, I have that it's 18 by 24. Uh, It's 18 by 24. It's $1,000. It's acrylic on canvas. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, that's a, a beautiful painting. I agree. I think the great composition with the waves and the beach and then the solitary figure there of the yeah. photographer. Well, you know, you have to have an eye if you if you work from your own photographs. Um, mm-hmm. But the composition, I think that of all of the things it takes to be a painter, I think my feeling for composition is probably the best. Uh, I'm pretty proud because I taught myself composition. That's something... It's hard, you know, it's hard to... Uh, when I took classes at Hunter College in art, there was never a course mm-hmm. on composition. <laughs> and, I went and I went and tried to look up books, and there were theories, but um, it's, it's the one thing that isn't really 
really directly taught, which is a surprise to me. But I think I have a sense for it. And if I were to choose all the skills, I would think composition is my best. But that's vain of me to say. (laughs) Well, and then another piece that you had entered was called Hudson Sunset. Yes. Tell the audience about that piece. Okay. Uh, Let me look that up, please. Okay. Okay, Hudson Sunset. There we go. It's called an urban landscape. It's 22 inches high by 28 inches wide. It's selling for $1,300. And it's one of my more recent paintings. It's actually a view from my apartment. I am fortunate enough to live on the 17th floor of an apartment house that looks out over the Hudson River. So what you see in the center ground is Jersey, New Jersey. And what you see in the foreground is the part of New York that it just hits the Hudson from my house looking out. So um, that that was fun for me because I've never used that much red in a painting before. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a, a lot of contrast in this painting, wouldn't you say? Oh, yes, for sure. But it's really, um, it's it's almost all at the same level of intensity. Mm-hmm. They're, they're almost all, um, you know, right out of the tube because I wanted it to be like that. So it's not nuanced, but it's it's powerful, and I think it's my mm-hmm. favorite painting of New York right now. Well, it's really not New York; it's a view of New Jersey. <laughs> and you know, if uh, if I look at my early paintings, you see there are tall uh-huh. buildings on the Jersey side. Right. Well, that's within the last ten years. If you cut off the top half. That's how it used to be. There was nothing that high until quite recently. So I think it's Jersey City. It could be Hoboken, but it's been um, built up very, very fast in the last decade. So, Eleanor, you've lived your entire life in New York City? Uh, In New York City, yes. I was born in Brooklyn, Except for the time that after, when I, I got my degree at Cornell, so I was out of New York then. And my first post-PhD uh, job was in Urbana, Illinois. But most of my life has mm-hmm. been spent in Brooklyn and Manhattan. Eleanor, um, Mm -hmm. as we are getting close to the end of the show here, there is always a question I like to ask the guests, especially those that have uh, been artists for a great length of time, and that is any words of advice that they would have for somebody new getting into the art field. 
My one piece of advice is don't be intimidated about what you paint. Paint what you love seeing. If it comes straight out of your head, that's okay. If it comes from what you see, that's okay. But love it and want to show it to other people. Well, that is good advice, and I think sometimes people, you know, artists, that's a piece of them. Their their artwork is really a piece of their soul, and I think sometimes they're so concerned that, oh, it won't be accepted or, you know, people are not going to like it, and that's that, that shouldn't come into play. It's mm-hmm. You just got to well, put very... it out there and let them de- decide. Well, it's very important, though, at the beginning to listen to criticism of composition or color or that kind of thing so that you can learn and learn, improve your skills. But you shouldn't, be, you shouldn't allow anyone to hit you on your subject matter, on your size, and after a while you get to know who you are, and it will evolve. Well, I know in reading that you do a, you've done a lot of paintings. Is there one style, whether it be still life or the landscapes or the cityscapes, that you enjoy doing the most? Is there any one style you enjoy doing? Well, it's really subject matter rather than style. And no, there well, isn't. True, I, yes. I'm just I'm just as happy doing people. It's whatever turns me on at the time. And again, I'm talking in the past tense because just a few months ago I decided that I didn't want to paint anymore. And it's a comfortable feeling because it doesn't come from being told. It's from within. It's it's that I've said what I needed to say on canvas. Well, and Eleanor, I know that uh, you are certainly marketing... uh, your art. Uh, do you want to tell the audience uh, other places that they can go to see your art? Yes, I'm on Zibit. I'm on Etsy. And I'm, uh, uh, I think those are the places, and Bonanza. Those are the places where you can see all the work I have available for sale. Well, Eleanor, I want to thank you for being on our show today. I'd like to thank you for inviting me. Well, I've enjoyed our chat and uh, look forward to uh, seeing uh, additional art placed here on the gallery that you may need to sell. Could you send me some more information about how to do that? I thought I was limited to three. I certainly will. Okay, terrific. It's so nice to visit with you. It was great visiting with you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I also want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And again, to view Eleanor Gilpatrick's stunning art, to listen to this interview, and of course, purchase some of Eleanor's art, visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online. I want to let all the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery Online hosts a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the Art Competition tab and follow the prompts. 
And while you're there, you can check out all of our upcoming competitions and exhibitions as well. And if you're an architect, interior designer, a connoisseur, or just a lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and view some of the most exciting original art that you just can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. So please sign up so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. And Artist Speaks airs every other Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so we'll meet again in two weeks. Thank you again for being with us today, and have a great rest of your weekend. A Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty. And there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty at participating Wendy's for a limited time.